Hey gang, it's Kim and it's Renee and we're back with Round Trip. Hey. So happy new year. Happy new year. 2015 has come to an end and here we are at 2016, bright eyed, bushy tailed and ready for a new year of travel adventures. Yes, we are. We have forged our way through 2015 and we are ready to explore 2016. Yes, we have beaten down the holidays with our happy stick and we are ready to start anew. I didn't do too much beating down a holiday, but <laughs> I do like the way that sounded. Oh, some, some, sometimes you have to beat the holidays down. Sometimes they keep creeping up on you. You're like, stop it, holidays. I want you Dude, to end. You're so rude. I'm, I'm ready for the next step in my life. Come on. So rude. So we're super excited that you've joined us for our second official podcast for Round Trip. Again, I, I am Kim, and with me as always... Is Renee. And so tell me, Renee, tell me about 2016. Tell me what you're looking most forward to as far as your travel dreams and goals. Um, 2016 for me, I think, is a year for reconnections. Um, We've had, you know, we've done some one-off travel individually or, you know, just me and you actually. Uh, but I would like or look forward to us being able to kind of get the old game back together to, you know, do some type of trip. Um, I think that would be fun. Um, it's been a while since we our, our larger crew kicked it <laughs> and hung out. The travel so squad I, has not been yeah. able to travel together in a while. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So to get the squad back together, uh, I think is one thing I really would like uh, to see happen in 2016. Um, but for me individually, um, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out... Um, where I would like to go for my birthday this year. I did not go out of the country um, like I did the last couple of vacations slash birthdays. So I'm trying to pinpoint uh, a time um, and day when I will uh, figure that out. So that's my... So is this a special birthday this year? This is not a milestone birthday. So it's not a milestone. Um, It's just I would like to continue my tradition of not being uh, stateside whenever I turn a year older. (laughs) So what are some of the options that you're considering right now for your birthday extravaganza travel? Semi extravaganza. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. And, and remind Uh, us when is your birthday? What month? My birthday is in June. So it's definitely in the heart of the summer. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which is a plus because I, I like going to tropical places and I like beaches. So it's always been a good time of the year to go because it's summertime. Um, this year, the places I've had been considering are, um, if I went out of the country, I was looking at Amsterdam, um, or Dublin. And then if I, um, wanted to go somewhere tropical out of the country, uh, I still want to try to get to Costa Rica or Panama. So those are two places I've been toiling with to figure out whether or not, you know, I can make it happen in the next five months. Um, I think if anything, I probably could do like Amsterdam because of the, these new smaller um, independent airlines that are kind of popping up here in the U S. So wow. Air is one of them. They're um, flying out of DC, I think in, in, um, 
in Boston, and I believe they're going to start flying out of uh, California either uh, this year or next year. Hopefully it's this year. I believe it might be sometime in 2016. So uh, that would be a plus because they are a discount tra uh, airline company, even though they're, I think they're Icelandic is their, their hub and is somewhere in Iceland. Um, but they do offer flights that are fairly cheap um, from the U.S. to a couple of places um, overseas. So um, Amsterdam and Dublin actually happen to be two of the places that they fly to directly. So um, I would definitely keep an eye out on that because I think that would be a good uh, a good way to get um, some vacation travel in for my birthday at probably a pretty low cost. So. Yeah, Wow Airlines looks like a pretty fun airline. It seems like fun is actually what they're selling here. Yeah. And they're also Iceland's most punctual airline. They are. So they have in some of the uh, travel message boards that I, I frequent, uh, people who have traveled with them, they do say that they like it. Uh, a couple of times I've read, you know, people who were basically saying that they were, you know, they were very good. They operated very well out of the U.S. Uh, and they were cheap. You know, that was the main thing. Like, you can go see the Northern Lights probably in January next year for you know, less than $400 round trip. So you can't do that in a lot of the other major airlines. So, and I don't know if the Northern Lights are in January, but I just kind of made that up. But <laughs> whenever the Northern Lights happen. <laughs> the Northern Lights in Iceland are visible during winter months from September okay. to April. All right. So yeah, you probably could see them in January <laughs> for like four or $500 round trip. So yeah. So yeah, yeah that's, that sounds good. I'm just looking at the website. Um, I've actually never heard of this airline before. Yeah, so, so they are peeping. Yeah, so they're they definitely are expanding, which I think is pretty cool. Um they are small, so I guess if you if you looked at them as being a low, low cost carrier, they're similar to like a frontier spirit, but just in Europe, put it that way. So they're um they're small in that sense, but Europe is kind of good because they have that, you know, low cost carrier thing down packed. Like that's just what you do when you live overseas. So I'm hoping that this concept uh, spreads a little bit more here in the U.S. and we kind of get those options because there's more people that are definitely traveling out of the country um, and want to see some of those other places that a lot of the airlines don't go to or you got to pay an arm, leg, and a small child to uh, get there. So That's very interesting. I think that's a cool, that would be a cool idea for your birthday. I definitely think that would be something fun to do. It looks yep. like they also do tours, like where you buy like a package. Mm-hmm. What else you got going on? Um, we have, what we got going on? We have, we have a Vegas trip coming up. Word. We do have a Vegas trip coming up. And so um, for those of you who don't know, uh, myself and Kim, we try to get to Vegas often. We you know. love Vegas. <laughs> we love Vegas. Um, so we. And probably not for the reason you think. Yeah. I think, you know. It's not even for the gambling, because I think the last time we went to Vegas, we did not even gamble. <laughs> uh, speak for yourself. Last time I was hitting well, craps tables like it wasn't well, nobody's yeah, business. You did, yeah, that's true. You did play craps. But it wasn't like every night. You know, we weren't at the craps table. You weren't at the craps table every night. But yeah, it's just always something to do uh, different when you go to Vegas. You just kind of got to search for it and like plan for it um, for those things that are kind of you know, off the beaten path when you go to Las Vegas, because there's plenty of things out there uh, that are definitely not related to just being on a strip or going to the larger hotels where you can um, have a good time and hang out. So, yeah, um, Vegas is definitely one of our favorite places. And I actually love gambling. I actually, I have on my bucket list to have a Vegas trip where that's all I do is gamble. 
I want to sit at a poker table and I want to play poker for as long as I can. Now, in real life, I'm assuming <laughs> this will probably be about an hour. But <laughs> but in your mind. In my mind. is <laughs> all night. It's like a weekend <laughs> of right. me, poker, and like completely, you know, taking all it, like doing the whole grabbing the chips all across the table, throwing chips yeah. at people, you know, like seriously, <laughs> I have a poker fantasy. And, and it's going to come true one day. And your boss in your poker fantasy, I can see. <laughs> I am. I am. I am. I'm just flipping chips yeah. at people. Like, yeah. So, you know, it's going to happen one day. Yeah. Yeah. I get yeah. caught up in the shows and the shopping and the food and <laughs> the fun. Yeah. And so sometimes much. forget to hit the tables as much as I'd like. And then sometimes my pockets don't allow it. So it just depends. But I'm I'm looking forward to the day when I can go to Vegas and just sit at the tables and play. Like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you have to go. That's one of the trips that you have to go with people. That's that's what they do. Like, see, I think I have to go by myself. To I think well, I just have to go by myself because if I go with other gamblers, I mean, they may they have things they 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 want to do their gambling. It's this is this wouldn't be a social trip. This would literally just be for gambling. A money trip. Yeah. Money trip. Yeah. yeah. So I would just have to go by myself, and again. <laughs> After my first two hours and I'm I'm, I'm completely out of money, <laughs> then I'll be like, oh, I wish I had somebody to hang out with. Right. <laughs> but in my dream, <laughs> I'm spending so much time at the tables that there's you know there's nothing. Have no time. Know, no one no one would even right. be able to come to the room where we are because we'd be in that little right. those little rooms that are off to the side, and they have like a security guard standing there because you can't just walk into them. Exactly. And you actually have to dress up, so I have like a long dress. And I guess, um, in a really big bag, cause you gotta put your money in something. No, no. There's know. a guy who carries my chips. Oh, look at that. Yeah. I have like a chip tray. And <laughs> As you can guy, see, I don't gamble. I know nothing about this. There's a guy who's going to carry the chip tray for me. And nice. his name's going to be Ron and Ron's going to carry my chips. Ron the chip guy. <laughs> Ron would always make sure my drink, you know, he's, he's not there to make sure my drink is full, but he's a really nice guy and he tries to take care of me. So he'll also make sure, make sure my drink is full. He's going to make sure you so. have drinks available. Yeah. So and Ron and I are going to take over to Vegas. That's what's going to happen. I love it. And he's, he's probably also my driver because I want to go to a different hotel. I need to get there somehow. So he may be like driver slash henchman in case someone tries to run up on me and get my chips. This dream's gotten really big. <laughs> wow. He's, like, really big. he's well-versed in martial arts. He's been an MMA fighter. So, he's an MMA fighter? Yeah. Well, he used to be. He's retired. Um, but now like he can, you know, take a man down with his elbow, like just, that's all it takes. Just like, you're, you're stop. It. So I can appreciate that. I can yeah. appreciate <laughs> all of that. Yeah. All of it. So that's just one of my many Vegas fantasies. <laughs> but yeah, so we definitely, we have a, there's a small place in our hearts for, for Las Vegas. Um, and we try to ensure that we're taking care of our heart. <laughs> By, by going uh, and visiting. But um, other than that, uh, we have, I got some one-off trips coming up um, to try to get to New York. And, because uh, I try to get to New York every year. It's just my thing. It's also and a wonderful city to visit regularly. It Always is. Always new things to discover and explore. Yeah, this trip is going to be a food trip because New York confuses me. Oh, wow. And let me explain to you why. <laughs> Because there are so many boroughs, I know there's like five major, I believe, but everything has shifted. So 
four years ago when I went to New York, you know, you, everything was like somewhere in Manhattan or downtown or whatever you go eat. And then everything is like in Brooklyn because Brooklyn is like the new New York. And for somebody like me, when I go to New York, I really don't like to like take public transportation. I'll walk <laughs> wherever I need to go. But Brooklyn is over the bridge. So meaning at some point I'm going to have to hop on the subway and I'm going to have to go to Brooklyn. Are you anti-subway? And yeah, oh. I've done the subway thing in New York before. And actually I went to Brooklyn. I stayed in Brooklyn actually. Uh, one weekend I went. But the idea of having to maneuver is the thing that kind of throws me off. But I know at some point when I go to New York, I'm going to have to go to Brooklyn. So, and that's where all the food is. Like all the good food is in Brooklyn too. There's some stuff in Harlem because when I go this time, I want to, you know, hit up a place, a couple places in Harlem. But I'm going to have to just, you know, I'm going to have to suck it up and like hop on the subway or taxi. But that seems stupid. Like who takes taxis over to Brooklyn? Maybe people do. I don't know. I don't live in New York. But um, I'm going to have to make my way. But yeah, so this New York trip is definitely going to be um, a food trip because every time I go, I get confused and don't know where to eat. Hmm. <laughs> well, so, you know, because there's so many places to go eat. So, right, like, so oh, many options. Yes. How do you decide? It's overwhelming. So I, I love uh, New York, too. It's a, it's an awesome city. I did get to go last year um, and it was every time I go to New York, I have an awesome time. This time I actually got to go to the. 9-11 Memorial Museum, which was an amazing experience. I had not um, expected it to be as, I don't know, I, I guess I wasn't expecting it. I, I didn't know what to expect, but it was probably one of the best put together exhibits of anything I've ever seen. Mm. Oh, wow. um, so I really enjoyed um, the, you know, it, it, it focused on not just the 9-11 attacks, but, it was, but you know, the, the construction of a building. Right. And, you know, everything that went into that and the people, you know, who lost their lives. And there were just so many different elements that I really appreciated. Whoever put it together, I'm sure they did. You know, it took years to get all that stuff together and kind of figure out what to show, how and where. But I thought they did a really good job. I um, I spent, I think, three hours in there and had no idea I was in there that long. Oh, wow. I had no idea that I had been in there that many, that, that many hours. And I also got to go to the Metropolitan Opera. Um, Ooh, the Met. Yes. I had a friend of mine who introduced us to a friend of his, Morris Robinson, who is a an opera singer. And he introduced us to Placido Domingo. So <laughs> I got to so meet cool. him and talk to him. And that was really cool. And then we got to see him perform at the Met. And that was probably definitely a highlight of my life. It's something, right. you know, it's, it's always funny when you do something that's like bucket list, list worthy. That's not on your yeah. bucket list. <laughs> so then you yeah. have to like make, okay, let me put that on there so I can cross it off. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but that was like super, super awesome. And then I also did something I had never done before. I've seen musicals in New York. <laughs> I've never actually just seen a play yeah. in New York. So I went and saw hand to God which was a very dark comedy play about a guy who had a, has a um, puppet named Tyrone. I think his name is Tyrone <laughs> who's possessed by the devil. And it was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, oh, wow. it was, I, again, I always like going into things, not knowing what's going on because I think <laughs> the surprise of it sometimes is what makes it good. So it was definitely a very interesting play. Um, I think it was nominated for a Tony. I don't think it won, but it was a really, it was a really cool experience, and it was like literally across the street from our hotel. So we like walked across the street and went. Right. So, 
that's always convenient. But yeah. yeah, New York is awesome. I never, I never say no to a trip to New York. Oh no, never, never. And never. every time you go, it's a diff- it's a completely different experience. It every is. time I go, it's a different experience. Yeah, like you can't just true. do the same thing. Although we did go back to the consignment store. Um, oh, you did? Yeah. So, <laughs> and I tried to find the Luke's lobster roll. I tried to find that again too, but we did. We couldn't. We ended up oh, at another Luke's restaurant lobster. that was actually so really good. really good, but I can't remember the name of it. I don't know. But mm-hmm. that lost a roll. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. That was, mm-hmm. that was the bomb. <laughs> that was delicious. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. Yeah. So, what about you? What's your travel plan, travel resolutions for this year? Well, I am hoping to update my travel gear. I got a lot of luggage. I got a lot of baggage <laughs> that I think I need to... <laughs> And I've kind of been going through it and trying to figure out what is relevant, what is what what am I what am I using, and what's just kind of clogging up my closet. I've got right. a lot of duffel bags um, that I've collected over the years that I don't use, so I think I'm gonna get rid of a lot of those. And I think I'm gonna maybe invest in a couple of newer um, bags that have like the shoe. I really want a bag that has the shoe thing in the bottom. So you can put your heavier shoes in the, in the little bottom pocket, almost like a golf bag. When you put your golf shoes in the bottom, I want something along those lines. Um, so I've been eyeing a couple bags and when I find something I like, I'll definitely share. But, um, but I've got a lot of travel gear and I've been really good about like, you know, trying to keep everything up and, you know, taken care of so just want to make sure I'm staying along those lines and then I think I want to visit at least one new country next year Mm -hmm. I know I've got a couple things already planned out but I just want to make sure at least one of them is going to a new country Um, I really want to go to South America I really want to go to Peru Mm -hmm. I really 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 want to go to Cuba Mm -hmm. and so whichever one of those works out first <laughs> can be the winner of the where Kimberly goes race. Um, I don't have any birthday plans yet this year, but next year will be a milestone birthday for me. So I'm going to, I'm going to do something big for that one this year. I don't know. You know, maybe go, I, I would like to go on a cruise. I haven't been on a cruise in forever. Um, but something simple and easy that I don't have to think a lot about. And I can just lay out and get some sun. And again, pina coladas, we all know those are my favorite. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, and so that would be cool, but you know, my birthday's in November, so I've got like ages to think about it. I haven't thought about it that too much. Um, or I could just go back to Vegas and maybe make my Vegas dream come true. That is true. You, I'm just saying, get you my, and Ron. My sparkly dress, <laughs> my boy Ron. My shades, because you know, like the, the guys sit there and they play poker and they're wearing shades, so you can't read their face. And I think it's something I'm gonna have to work on my poker face, because I when I get a good hand, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I got a good hand. Cannot do that. I'm gonna win this one. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me, sir, because I'm about to beat you. <laughs> so I, I got to work on that a little bit. But <laughs> other than that, I think I should do okay. <laughs> but yeah so i you know i I really want to go to machu picchu like i'm 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 all about this seven wonders of the world thing like i I really want to go to all of them and uh, even the places that aren't on the list like stonehenge and um it's angor wat the temples like i i want to do all that um Mm -hmm. i i like ruins which is 
Maroons are cool. Yeah. It's a little weird, I think. I'm, I don't know why all know. of a sudden I just kind of was like, I want to see old things that are cool and it's climb them. And they have substance. And Absorb their energy. That. Exactly. So, so maybe on a weird spiritual power kick. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what's going on start with me? Car- I don't know. We'll have a problem when you start carrying around crystals. But until then, I think you're good. <laughs> so you mean my scepter that I carry around? <laughs> Is that the, one, the crystal you're referring to? <laughs> Because it also doubles as um, my walker. So, whatever. <laughs> Don't judge. <laughs> I may have to put a spell on you. <laughs> and that's not what you want. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. But, um, but yeah, Maka, uh, Peru would be great. Machu Picchu um, would be awesome. So, um, since we're talking about, you know, resolutions and faraway places, uh one of the things that we like to do that we normally do is talk about travel squad and getting them all back together. Um, it's cruising and cruising. cruising is like one of our things. And, um, it's been a while since, uh, we got the squad together and we, we've done a cruise and there have been, I know cruising together. <laughs> and so we have, uh, been on quite a few cruise lines, you know, in the past, uh, we haven't done all of them. We've done, I guess, the major three, Royal, uh, Carnival, and Norwegian. Um, but we haven't done any of the the other frou-frou ones like Princess Ooh, and Viking. <laughs> and anyway, well, so. I know a lot of people who have done Holland America. Um, uh-huh. And I've heard really good things about those. I've heard really good things about Celebrity as well. Yeah. Um, so. I do know someone who did a, what is it, Windjammer? Seaborn, one of those like the the river cruises with the sh- with the sails, mm-hmm. but that's a different tax bracket, and they were you know it's, it's a different. Yeah. I'm not playing that game, but <laughs> they um they said it was really cool, like it was a really cool experience. Um, and those are I think those are that's all of the cruise lines I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Oh, and Disney, like, but I don't think that's ever going to happen for me, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be doing a Disney cruise either. But for those of you who, you know, would like to, they feel free to partake in that. But um, of the cruise lines yeah. that we've been on, like which one has been your favorite? Um, so far, I would say Royal Caribbean. Yeah, um, we did the Allure of the Seas, which is or no, we did Oasis of the Seas. I'm sorry, because there at the time there were two big ships in the Royal Caribbean line. So Allure of the Seas and Oasis of the Seas. And we traveled on Oasis of the Seas. And that ship was magnificent. I think I was telling somebody the other day um, at work, we were just talking about vacation. And I was telling them that I think that was the only cruise we were on that I could not remember, like, all the places we went to. <laughs> but I kind of remember right. everything we did on the ship because it was right. so much stuff we did on the ship. Because uh, they were like, oh, we're, you know, where'd you guys sail? And I was like, wait, where do we go? But, you know, I think part, that what part of that was part, is, is part of why we picked that sh- that itinerary, because we wanted to get more ship than we wanted to get shore. Right. Because it went places that we'd already been. We're like, well, that's fine, because that way if the ship's cool and we don't want to get off, we don't have to. Exactly. So that's, I mean, that's, I definitely agree with that. That was a, that was a very cool ship. Now. I have not been on Royal Caribbean's other ships, like the older ships. Um, I don't know how cool they are compared to that ship. <laughs> you know what I'm that saying? Like, awesome. because like the carnival, like carnival, 
is a pretty standard ship. We've been on a bunch of different ones, but we've been on older ones. We were on the new, we went to the, on the newest one at the time, um, out of LA. Um, so we've, we've had, you know, quite a range of carnival ships, but they're all about the same. It's pretty much the same experience, no matter what ship you're on, but man, that Royal Caribbean ship, mm. they had the first day we walked on the ship, they have like a promenade. That's like, looks like a main street. So you feel like you're, you don't even feel like you're on a ship. I mean, who, the, whoever's designed this did an amazing job because it feels like you are just walking down some main street, yep. um, in main street, USA. And this guy jumps in front of us and starts dancing and we're literally watching him like, okay, is this a dance off? Are you challenging me? What do you want? I mean, I can bring it too. I'm, I'm not afraid sir, to start dancing. But then like 30 other people start dancing with, with them and it's a flash mob. And we're like, oh, how cool is this? We're just standing here in the middle of a flash mob. And again, this is a couple years ago before flash mobs were everywhere. So, <laughs> so the, there's also a portion of the ship in the middle that's like Central Park. It's open. This, this ship had an open air center and there were plants and greenery all around. So you felt mm -hmm. like you were outside. And they had a little cafe where you could sit, you know, sit outside and look up at the sky. And they also had interior cabins. So if you had an interior cabin, you could look down into this little garden area instead of looking out into the ocean. Like maybe if you don't like ocean so much. Um, so I thought that was a cool alternative to having like an ocean view room or a balcony room, having the interior with a little garden setting. And that was just like a really nice place. And the ship was so big. I don't even think we did everything. I feel like there were parts of that ship that we still didn't see, even though we made a serious effort to try to see every inch of that boat. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Um, it was just an awesome, awesome cruise. Um, it is not cheap. So just mm. so everyone's aware, um, it is a, quite a bit more than your regular, uh, probably your regular Royal Caribbean cruise or your regular carnival cruise would be. Um, but it was all the way worth it. So all the way worth it. And I um, think Royal Caribbean has like maybe three or four new ships since then. So the price of that one may have gone down a little bit because they've got a new class of ship. I think the quantum class, like that yeah. was the Oasis mm -hmm. class or something like that. And now they have a bigger one or, yeah. you know, quantum one well, with quantum more... of the seas is the newest one out of the seas collection i guess yeah the... and then they've got like anthem i think that's about yeah. to start and um harmony i think maybe was the other one or something like that so yeah. they're definitely you know popping out ships like rabbits right <laughs> it's weird and if you have little rabbits that you want to take on your cruise royal caribbean is a really great alternative to disney i'm not sure how the price matches but royal caribbean has dreamworks sponsorships did you just call the children rabbits <laughs> i did because <laughs> they're cute and fluffy and the the uh. dreamworks experience on the royal caribbean cruises is amazing they showed movies um like they had theaters that had 3d movies i think we saw at the time what's the the movie with the girl with the red hair and the bow and arrow we saw brave yeah, yeah we saw brave um, they had a, a live theater show was what ours was hairspray hairspray yep. Yep. yeah but they also had a parade a dreamworks parade and they had like all the madagascar animals they had all the um 
how to train your dragon characters. And it was really cool, like seeing all these, you know, seeing all this stuff. And it was a cool parade and ticker yeah. tape. And it was really, really neat experience. So if you're definitely taking kids on a cruise. That's a fun one. I think that would be a fun one for kids. It was fun, fun for me. And I'm yeah. an old lady. So, <laughs> yeah, it was definitely um, it was definitely a good experience. But, yeah, so I would hopefully we can get the travel squad uh, together um, so we can relive <laughs> some awesomeness on a on a cruise but the cruise i didn't like was norwegian i did not care for norwegian's customer service i didn't care for the ship yeah i didn't care for anything about it and i probably will not take another norwegian cruise and we were on the gosh the norwegian sun I can't remember what ship we were on because I hated it so much that I'm sorry. I disliked it so much (laughs) that (laughs) I just blocked it out of my mind. But, um, this one thing I can say, you know, carnival may not be the classiest ship, but their customer service is awesome. And the same with Royal Caribbean. It's, you know, a different, a little bit of a different demographic, but the customer service on the ship is really, really good. They really go out of their way to make sure you're happy, to make sure you're comfortable, to make sure you have what you need. And Norwegian just was, it was like going, I don't know. It's just, it didn't, they just didn't have the customer service. It's like calling Dell or something and trying to get customer service help. Did you say Dell? Yeah. I think they have the worst customer service, but. Sorry, Dell. Oh, they'll be all right. Yeah, they'll be fine. Um, They're good. And then I guess the Royal Caribbean would be like going to the Apple store and getting help. So. Yeah, pretty much. Agreed. It's just a different experience. Yeah. It's a different experience. So yeah, but um, but yeah, so definitely uh, a cruise sometime uh, in the near future. Hopefully, we can get it in towards the end of the year. But um, what do you think's the max days that you would want to take a cruise on? Like take on a cruise? Like what is the maximum amount of days that you would be on a cruise ship? If you had all the vacation time in the world, all the vacation time, um, because there are some long ones. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen. For always watch like the Destination Channel or mm-hmm. Travel Channel. They mm-hmm. have those cruises where people just live on the boat, mm-hmm. um, and which I think if I like had the money, that would be really really cool because mm-hmm. everything is already there for you. Someone makes up your bed, your meals are prepared for you. You really don't have to do anything. Um, and I you love wake that up, those are the biggest problems in your life: making your yeah. bed and having a meal prepared. <laughs> and if you saw my house, you I understand. Love I love it. <laughs> you understand. I love it. And so yeah, I just. You know, you go to sleep and you wake up in your new place and, you know, you get to explore and you hop back on your moving house and you go somewhere else. So in my mind, I say that I probably could live on a cruise ship. Uh, but in real life, at some point, yeah, I probably be like, yeah, I'd rather just like stay here. I might find a place that I love so much and be like, oh, I just want to stay here forever. But um, just in general, um. I don't know. We will be done 12 days. No, we've done 12 days, but that was like European trip. I think the longest we've done a cruise was like eight. Yeah. Yeah. So we've done eight. So I probably could maybe do, um, maybe 10 or 12 days on a, on a cruise. Um, I think so too. I think that would work, but my dream cruise. So there's a 72 night world cruise and it leaves on the 25th. So if you want to (laughs) go, we can go. (laughs) There we go. But it starts in San Francisco, and it's Aurora P&O Cruises. I don't, I'm not familiar with this cruise line, but I would, with 72 days, I'd get super familiar with it. But it starts in San Francisco, goes to Hawaii, 
Then it goes to, what is this? I guess this is Australia, New Zealand. Then it comes up to China, Shanghai, Taipei, Hong Kong, Singapore. And then it goes down to Cape Town. Okay. South Africa. So, wow. So pretty much everything that you want to see, you yeah, can see. It does hit up like everything. It's really 72, 70, what did I say? 72 nights. They also have a 91 night one. Instead of that's three yeah that's like three months. Instead of stopping in Cape Town, you go to you go up to England. You go up to the UK. Um, oh, and that one leaves on the twenty fifth as well. So look at that. (laughs) Look at that. Just saying. Yeah. So get your mind right. (laughs) Get your get your bags packed. (laughs) So yeah, but yeah, that actually would be time permitted if i had that amount of time then yeah definitely i would i would definitely do that right that would be i think that would be really cool i'm trying to see how many days it stays in each place like i'm curious if you because i i would think with 90 something days to spare you could you could wait a couple days and right before you go to the next place (laughs) like you have some time like three days in each yeah each spot but for me they also have one that leaves from dubai Oh, nice. That would be cool because you'd cover a lot of ground and like maybe go down under Africa and then come back up. Like that would probably be a really cool cruise. Yep. But so. you know, the Caribbean's cool too. Yeah. <laughs> For us mere mortals that have to go to work. For the rest of us. <laughs> Cabo. Yeah. So. Although I really want to do an uh, Alaskan cruise. Um, I want to do the glaciers and mm-hmm. see the whales breach and all that stuff i think that would be really cool um, yeah. i think it would be weird to be on a cruise in the cold that part is weird and i asked i actually asked my um one of my co-workers was her and her husband they did one um a couple of years ago and i asked her i was like was it weird and she was like it was fine she was like it's just i guess you dress for the opposite whereas when you're cruising in a tropical location got a flip-flop and tank tops you in this case you have on a jacket <laughs> but you know, yeah. but they that. probably because like remember that the one carnival ship we went on that had the retractable top over the pool, mm-hmm. like so they probably still have like a pool and it's still like yeah, slam and stuff. stuff. It's just yeah. heated and yeah, everything's heated. But I think that would be really neat um, to do an Alaskan cruise. And then I think there's I think the new Royal Caribbean ship like ports out of Shanghai, and then you like go around Japan. Ooh, and I think that sounds really cool. Yeah. So cruising options are definitely growing from, I mean, when it used to be, and this maybe my knowledge of cruising options is growing too. So it might not just be <laughs> right. <laughs> a change in the world. It could be a change in my outlook. Yeah. But, you know, before you just cruise to the Bahamas, maybe you cruise down to Jamaica, maybe you cruise to Cozumel, but there just seems to be so many more options for cruising now. So many more ports. Like I didn't realize cruise ships went out of Dubai. Like I would definitely mm. want to do that. That sounds yeah. awesome. Um, but cruising from Dubai to Africa would be dangerous, wouldn't it? Isn't mm, that like pirate territory? Straight, uh, I feel like, okay. I feel like that's how you end up with a movie like Captain Phillips. <laughs> Captain Phillips. <laughs> I like knew that's, it. <laughs> that's, that's how that happens. 
So, but um, but yeah. So definitely, there's quite a few things that we have on tap as part of our travel resolutions for this year. Um, one of the things I think uh, I would like to do as I prepare and try to figure out, you know, overall what my my travel slash vacation is going to look like this year. Um, I spend a lot of time right towards the end of the year in the last couple of days trying to prepare, like figure out, um, you know, where exactly uh, time of the year do I want to go? So I know we planned some one-off trips at the beginning of the year. Um, my New York trip, I started planning that right around Thanksgiving to go like in spring. And then that just leaves like, you know, summertime, like where to, what to do in the summertime. So I would suggest um, if you are planning some larger trips, kind of like what Kim was talking about, you know, those cruises that are eight and 10 and seven days, um, definitely take advantage of the simple fact, like with cruises that you can pay down payments early. Um, and it gives you kind of enough time to like plan to save money. Um, assuming that you had to save, some of you may already have a good vacation uh, bank account and don't have to worry about it. But if you are like me and you do need to save up a little bit for those trips, uh, definitely try um, to look at those options. Um, we did our holiday travel. Um, we actually did um, Delta Vacations was where we booked. And Delta Vacations does allow you to put a down payment down on your trip. You just have to have it paid off like 30 days before you leave uh, for your scheduled departure. So that gives you enough time if you book it early enough to you know, to put money down and pay off the trip. So you're good. So you're not stressing about having this large sum of money you got to put down and pay. Right. So definitely um, something to look into as you start to plan uh, your travel for this year. Uh, look at those options where you can put down payments down and then do, you know, stagger payments throughout the time. Um, that would be one of my, my suggestions. And, you know, I think a lot of people, especially if traveling isn't something you do regularly, if it's just kind of a treat that you do every now and then, I think a lot of people, when they do plan a trip, but they don't travel regularly, they don't really plan for their, for, um, things to go bad. I mean, obviously that's not something you want to think about, but unfortunately those are the types of things that happen. So mm -hmm. when you are saving up for, you know, a travel, a little vacation or a honeymoon or something like that, always make sure you have a little nest egg saved in case something goes wrong. Um, Travel insurance is also great. Um, I will be honest, I have never gotten it. I actually had it once. When I went to China, I had travel insurance. But normally I don't get it. But it's actually a good idea, especially if you don't have, if something happens, if you get robbed, if you, you know, get, God forbid, put in jail or something weird. It's always to nice to have access to a little bit of money that you can, you know, use to help alleviate the situation right. or, you know, in case just all kinds of weird things can go wrong when you travel and you yeah. have to plan for those. So when you're saving up, don't just save up the amount of money you need to make the trip, save up some extra incidentals in case something goes wrong. Yeah. Or, um, and then if nothing goes wrong, you got a little bit already started on your next trip. Yeah. Or, um, like me, for instance, I have like my little safety credit card and I, you know, I use that a lot of the credit cards, um, it's particularly like Amex and even some Visa cards, depending on who the bank issues, uh, they do protect you uh, during the course of your travel. So definitely consider looking into that. You know, you never know. Like if an emergency happens back at home and you got to book a last minute flight, you know, it's nice to be able to, you know, have 
that card available where you can go ahead and pay that $250 and charge and change your flight. Oh my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> and to get back home. So, um, yeah, it's definitely good to plan, uh, for, for incidentals and, and having that stuff set to the side. But also, um, while you are preparing to travel or when you're going through the course of writing down your bucket list for this year, um, look into apps. So I'm a big user of travel apps. Um, I'm also part of a, uh, like a travel, um, message board or group. Um, it's all online. Um, but I also use a lot of, um, flight and, uh, hotel apps in order to plan for my trips. Um, one of them that I use often is Hopper. So Hopper is a travel app. You basically plug in your dates and your locations and you can set an alert or watch on that particular trip. And it gives you or sends you notifications whenever the trip is a go, meaning it's good. You probably should book now or they'll tell you it's not so good. Um, prices may fluctuate or prices may go down 50 bucks. Book you know, come back, you know, we'll send you another alert. So it's really good in notifying you. Um, if you're looking at certain time and certain places that you want to go, then you can set up those alerts. Um, uh, downside about travel apps uh, is that not every airline is a part of it. Um, some of the airlines, of course, you know, they're in the money of making business. They want you to book through them. So certain airlines are not or won't be listed on uh, apps like Hopper. Um, another one I use is Skyscanner. And you may not see them there while you're, you know, planning your trips and you're trying to save and, and, and do your alerts. So you may have to go directly to the websites uh, to look. I think um, American and maybe Southwest may not be uh, available, I believe, on, on uh, Skyscanner. But uh, there's still a good way for you to get an idea of what prices are and how they're fluctuating. Um, a lot of them have the price um like the analytics behind the prices and how they go up and down. So you can kind of see, is this a good week to go or should I wait? Um, and of course the whole notification part actually works out, you know, really well. So I do like to use that and um, hotels. So I use booking.com a lot for my, I know it sounds so cliche, they're always on TV, but they really do work. And if you sign up for, if you sign up on booking.com, um, they actually send you what they call these secret deals. And the secret deals are really discounted hotel rates, uh, which really is helpful in certain places. Like I plan on going to LA this year and LA hotels are high. Like, I don't understand why LA is so expensive. LA is actually more expensive than New York when it, when it, when I was looking at prices and booking and I was able to get a pretty decent, um, secret deal through booking.com for the Sofitel hotel in Beverly Hills. And it's a really nice hotel is near the Beverly center. So it was near shopping. Um, it'd be easy to maneuver around five minutes from Sunset Boulevard, which I don't think I would have gotten um, without, you know, just looking through there or keep going back to Sofitel's website to see whether or not they were going to have a discounted rate. So I've used booking.com often, probably the last maybe two years on trips I've taken, and it has worked out very well for me. So I would definitely suggest if you're going to use um, an app or, or online um website to look at look into some of those because it does help when you're you're planning your future travel travel planning that's what it's all about ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> travel planning <laughs> so so yeah what about you Kim? you use anything special or you just kind of for booking or just like while i'm traveling just while you're traveling you know you know me i'm kind of a phone down kind of traveler 
Um, I don't really like to be connected when I'm traveling. I know that's kind of weird, but I just like to immerse myself in the experience. But, um, and I have to be really careful because if, you know, if I'm not using, you know, if I'm not on Wi-Fi, you know, mm -hmm. and using whatever service I'm using. So I generally just get out of the habit of using my phone at all when I'm, if, if, if it's, if I can, um, it becomes a camera and that's it. Right. <laughs> and, and a way to message, you know, people I'm with say, Hey, we're going to the front of the hotel after I pass this point, I won't have Wi-Fi anymore. <laughs> um, so I really like to make sure anytime I make a reservation or do anything like that, I've got everything printed out and with me. Um, I try not to rely on my phone too much because you never know when you won't have service. You never know when you'll lose battery life and you'd hate to show up to your hotel with your booking information on your phone and your phone at work, you know? So I generally, um, keep it old school when it comes to stuff like that try to write mm -hmm. it down or, you know, take, um, you know, have all that stuff kind of somewhere separate in case like my bag gets stolen and I still have it on me. And so I just kind of try to always be mindful of that. And I generally do most of my booking through sources that I trust, like Delta vacations, Southwest vacations. Mm -hmm. Um, if, I, if it's like a package or something and directly through the hotel versus through maybe like a um, hotels.com or, um, and so China was actually the first time where I really had to make those types of arrangements outside of the country with people where English was not their first language. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so there was a lot of room for error. So we just, you know, we were very adamant about like booking directly with Marriott. We called the Marriott and said, Hey guys, we're booking with you. Da, 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 da. Right. And making sure like for our flights, I actually, we flew on China airlines and I actually, there's a China airlines office here where I live. And I actually physically went to their office. Oh, wow. <laughs> I took my body to their office and they were like, you know, you can do this online. And I was right. like, I know, show up. but if something goes wrong, ma'am, I got your car and I'm calling you. <laughs> it's going to be me and you on the phone. <laughs> and she was like, that's fine. She's like, that's what I'm here for. And so she helped me, you know, figure out, you know, because some of the websites and stuff that we went to are, they were translated into English. Mm -hmm. You know, because we're using browsers that translate automatically to English. So I just wanted to make sure there was, you know, they, they don't do confirmations the same way we do. And then yeah. all the emails I would get would be in Chinese. Um, and it was like, uh, I don't know what it says. So it was nice having a contact that I could reach out to if something went wrong. Nothing went wrong. It was actually amazing. China Airlines was awesome. But um, it was just nice kind of having that backup. Um, and the same with the hotel. You know, we waited like 20 minutes for them to find someone who um, spoke English and we talked to them on the phone first. We had emails back and forth just to make sure everything was set um, because we were doing it on our own. We didn't have a travel agent or we didn't have, you know, it was just me and some friends going to China. So right. we wanted to be really careful and make sure that we weren't getting, you know, we wouldn't end up in a hostel somewhere and, <laughs> you know, thinking we about to be somewhere nice and we in a room with 14 other people and yeah. not that anything's wrong with that, but when you're expecting your own room, <laughs> it yeah. makes a difference. Exactly. That is true. Um, and it's the same with our car services. Like we did car service for everything. Um, hmm. so, so there's no version of Uber when you were traveling. Uh, there actually is Uber and there was Uber in Shanghai, I think. Okay. Um, but we were, we were on a tour at that part. We broke off the tour and went to Beijing on our own. So we, then we, 
booked everything our own. And so we just booked a car service and we booked private tours for everything because we just didn't want to be, you know, you guys are being antisocial. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, but we had so little time and so much to do that. We just had to kind of make sure everything was in sync and kind of happening with it. No time for stragglers. Yeah. We we didn't, unfortunately we didn't have time. And you know me, I love to get lost in the city. Like when we were in Italy, I mean, just wandering around, like in yeah. peeking around corners and you'd find this amazing church or you'd find like people playing in a fountain or this amazing restaurant. We didn't have time for that in China. Yeah. We had to, you know, we had to get all this stuff done and get on the next flight. It was the next place and get all this stuff done. So the next time I go to China, I will definitely get lost in the streets, but not this time. <laughs> and it's actually hard to get lost in the streets in China because everyone's looking at you like, what in the world what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> do you know where you are <laughs> right <laughs> yay well thank you so much for listening today to round trip we'll talk to you next time bye guys